Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about two different perspectives for recovering runners. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. The fact is, every day I think about running injuries, and every day runners call me for consultations to figure out why they aren't healing. Now, every day when I meet with runners who are not getting better and we talk over a, a webcam through a telemedicine visit, I see these same trends. And there's a big difference between runners who turn things around quickly when they get an overtraining injury and those who stagnate. Most of that difference really and truly is in perspective. All rapidly recovering runners get excited at the prospect of improving. They treat their running injury as a challenge, something to overcome, something to achieve. But some runners view the running injury as something that happened to them. And accordingly, they are not really excited about digging their way out of that hole. They know they're getting weaker, but they aren't acting as if they have it under control. So why these two different perspectives? Look, runners are used to following instructions. I mean, think about all the ways you've taken instruction when you started running, signed up for your first marathon, or decided to do your first triathlon. You talk to your running buddies. You listen for advice you could act on. You adopt those habits. They become part of your routine. We start to read running magazines and look for the tips and tricks fast runners use in training. We start thinking about our cadence and our running form. We try out a new kind of running shoe. We start following forums on running websites to see what we can learn. It's all interesting. We start to think about the variety of different runs we can add to our training schedule throughout the week. In short, we start following a training plan. Now that often begins with finding out about training plans, buying a book on training plans, or sometimes it begins with just following the training plans that one of your buddies shares with you. But all of these different ways of seeking advice and help, they all lead to little steps that lead to progress. We see growth. We can see that our times are getting faster. We feel stronger. Sooner or later, you might even take the big leap of hiring a running coach. And we all know that the fastest path to progress is getting clear instructions from someone who can see that path clearer than we can see it ourselves. Expert advice simply saves time. Every step in the process of becoming a better runner involves getting motivated enough to look for something we can do differently. Each improvement inspires us to move a little bit further down that path. Your coach gives you a plan and you get fired up and spring into action. You get a medal. You wear a finisher shirt. Everything about that process of training, setting goals, and achieving those goals is positive. Everything about the process of training is inherently inspiring and aspirational. It's all positive because with each step in the process, we get the opportunity to make a conscious decision to do something different, move forward, and improve. But the truth is, when you get injured, the exact opposite happens. The entire process is inherently negative. You do not feel as if you're in control, like you weren't given this opportunity to make a decision to overcome this goal that's been unfortunately placed right in front of you without you choosing this injury, this situation where you need to overcome that goal. You now actually have, whether you like it or not, a new goal, healing the running injury. And because that goal has been forced upon you, it really has a tendency to cause us to adopt a victim mentality. 
You really don't want to go see the doctor the same way you want to hire a coach. You don't really feel inspired or excited to research running injuries the same way you get excited about researching and learning about more efficient running form. Overcoming a running injury feels like a burden. It is inherently negative. It just feels like damage control mode. I mean, running injuries feel more about digging yourself out of a hole and less about accomplishing something significant. To make matters worse, we start to believe that there is something specific, some healing timeline attached to every specific overtraining injuries. You hear things like, it takes six weeks to heal a fracture, or it takes months to heal an Achilles tendon injury. And we start to believe the process of healing is related to some arbitrary time frame over which you have no control. So when you go see the doctor, the doctor gives you a plan, a treatment plan, but you think it's a timeline and you think that timeline is going to happen whether you actually train or do something or not. And that really is what I see as the biggest difference between runners who get better quickly and those who get better slowly. Every overtraining injury is unique and can have a unique timeline, but it all depends upon what you do. Runners who heal faster than those cookie cutter timelines that you read about do so because they actually perceive the injury as a challenge to overcome in the same way they decide to run a four-hour marathon or a two-hour half marathon or qualify for Boston. If you're motivated enough, you will figure out what it takes to beat the timeline. The runners who heal the fastest view the doctor's instructions the same way as they would view a coach's training plan. So how can you make that mental shift between a coach's plan and a doctor's plan? Well, you have to take action. You have to do something. You have to think about what you used to do in training every day. I'm betting that when you were last building up for your key race, even when you were sick, you tried to find something to do that day that made you feel stronger. Every day you're getting stronger or you're getting weaker. Every day you're getting closer to your goal or your goal is drifting further away from you. It all depends upon what you do today. You have to create a plan now. Now that's why I wrote the Runner's Rapid Recovery Journal. It's just a thing that actually gives you a way to sit down and really look at what you're doing in training and apply it to your healing. That's really all there is to it. And that's really the thing that I've seen runners do who are more successful at getting past overtraining injuries quickly. So remember, you already know the path to recovery. You just have to figure out what you were doing in training when you were motivated and start doing that today. That really is the key. Right now, the Rapid Recovery Journal is on sale. You can get it at a discount. You can get it in an instant download version today. Just click on the link in the show notes at the bottom of this episode at docontherun.com under the podcast tab. Go check it out. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.